0: Yo, it's Austin. In today's pod, we bring in a guest to discuss our own one versus one tournament idea for All Star Weekend. And of course, we got some fast break news like always. Enjoy. What's up, guys? Welcome to Floor Generals, the podcast where we try to get Danny Green on the show. And with me, of course, alongside me, Austin Chang, is my co host, Ryan Hugh.
1: Hey, man. Hey guys, how's everyone doing? How you doing, Austin?
0: I'm doing great, I'm doing great. Early morning pod this time at 2pm, quite surprising.
1: It's not really morning, it's more afternoon, but okay. Oh yeah, it's sure. <laughs> true. Uh,
0: and with us this week, we have also a special guest, and we've been, you know, foreshadowing this guest for a few podcasts, and we finally have him on this time. It's Asvin Anton. How you doing? Yes sir!
2: Hey. Thank you for finally having me on the show we're glad you to have, have you guys i know you guys have a super long waiting list so
1: i'm finally glad to like come on the show yes sir uh austin you said like foreshadowing i was thinking like is it danny green, is it danny green? <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: it, it might be danny green maybe chris paul <laughs> even but even better even better we got as we
1: got the ads we got we were foreshadowing <laughs> for the episode. yeah and, and uh, this yeah it's a special, ep- a special episode because we are doing it in afternoon as opposed to our usual evening
0: pod. Right. And, you know, before we move on to the fast break news, of course, we like to introduce our guests in the proper way. And we ask them three simple questions. So, Asvin, who is your favorite player? What is your favorite team? And how did you get into basketball?
2: Uh, so for me, the interest in basketball, it always started with the Raptors. Ever since mm-hmm. the Rudy Gay days, man, I've Oof. been a fan ever since then. Um, for me, and after that, the interest in basketball sort of expanded watching other teams during that time in the playoffs. Teams like the Miami the big three Miami Heat. Yes. Big three San Antonio Spurs. Even teams like the Grit and Grime Memphis Grizzlies.
0: Man, you going back.
2: The Rose and the Chicago Bulls. Like We had some really good teams back then. And that's where my interest kind of branched off uh in terms of favorite player i'll always roll with paul george that was my guy ever since <laughs> even, indiana even during days. the bubble even oh man i know even <laughs> yes the slander is there yes he hit the. No, side the loyal. but yeah i gotta stay loyal that's my guy i've been rolling with Perspects, him ever respects. since in the indiana days um favorite team huh um you know, growing up I was always a big fan of the Miami Heat and the San Antonio Spurs. That rivalry. So I always stick with those two teams as like my team aside from the Raptors. Raptors are always, of course, number one.
1: Okay. Course, so bros. I'm guessing you were um uh, you were rooting for Miami last year during the finals.
2: Yes, I was. Yes. <laughs> they beat Boston. I was pretty happy when they beat Boston. I mean the the Celtics kinda knocked off our Raptors last season during the playoffs. So, <laughs> so
0: real quick, oh, I wanna sorry. ask you I wanna ask you this real quick before before move on. So you're a Heat fan. I wanna get your opinion on this year's City jerseys.
2: Oh no, I am not. You I don't like not this? Of- they are what? terrible. What? I told you. Yeah. I told Ryan
0: this. Oh my goodness, They're, so They're bad. Oh
2: my goodness.
0: It's just too really much. Bad. It's those too much.
1: I hate it.
0: I don't like it. Ryan. Ryan. You you get hallucinated when when we'll look at those jerseys, man. And the core too. It is bad.
1: Nah, y'all are capping.
0: But Portland, what? though. Those, Portland's those, are nice
2: those, <laughs> those are nice are not, jerseys. No, they're not. No, they're not. Nah, you know who has nice jerseys? The Suns. Have you seen the Valley? Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Those are, nice. those, are, those are nice. Yeah, those are nice.
0: I have like an unpopular opinion, though, because everyone hates Portland and Orlando city jerseys, and I love those jerseys.
1: I don't like the Orlando, but I like Portland. I'm fine with Portland.
2: Yeah, I'll roll with Portland. I'm not a big fan of Orlando's
1: the, uh, jerseys. The orange and the white just seems more like a like an orange juice commercial, more than.
0: <laughs> but orange juice <laughs> is nice, though. <laughs> Why do people buy orange <laughs> juice?
1: Ah, if it's cheap, yeah, but. Well, wow, okay.
0: Juice.
1: I'm just Oops. saying. <laughs> Alright, let's let's uh, let's move on to fast break news before we start talking, or start dissing other jerseys. Alright, quick shout-out to Quinn Snyder, who will be the head coach for the All-Star Game. Very deserving, considering his team is still at the top of the West, right? Yeah. So, let's move on to our first part of Fastbreak News. Draymond Green calls out the double standard in the NBA that protects the team and owners when a trade is made, but it does not protect the players when their trade requests are made public. Recently, both Blake Griffin and his former teammate, Andre Drummond, were announced by the Pistons and Cavs, respectively, that they would be benched so that they do not get injured and lower their trade value. Green calls it BS for that the players who request trades are portrayed as the bad guy, whereas the team that is seen that, that does so is seen as in the right. Uh, D. Wade and Shaq both spoke about these comments a few days ago, saying the league has to do a better job in order to protect the players from these situations. uh you guys thoughts on players being seen as the bad guy when they request a trade. Let's start with Austin. What do you think?
0: Yeah, so there was a a lot of circulation going around this one kind of not statement, but like it was kind of a thing going around where it was like the players are like property in a way, and there's a lot of like controversy going around with that. Yeah. and That kind of sheds light into this situation right here with Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin, too, because unless it's like a a mutual agreement where, you know, both the player and the team understand that, hey, you know, I'm going to get traded. So let me just not try to get injured. Unless it's something mutual like that, then I don't know why, you know, players have to be benched just because a team wants to trade them. It really makes no sense, in my opinion. You know, if Drummond wants to play, he should be able to play. And same with Blake Griffin, even yep. though you know Blake is kind of old, I don't know if those knees can can you know work still. But uh, it's it's just I I don't I don't understand why 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 it happens to be honest. And alongside that, you know you see a lot of the headlines. You know Oladipo talking to other teams who wants to get traded. Harden publicly announces trade. Oh look at this locker room cancer. That's what they get. But when the team does it, it's true. Like teams don't get the same amount of. Slack. I mean, when's the last time you you heard a controversy around a player being benched because he's gonna get traded? You you never hear it. So mm-hmm. Draymond, for the I'm not sure how long he was talking. It was like three minutes almost. It's just all facts. I mean, it was like a, a public speech going on in that press conference.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that, uh, Austin. Let's hear your take.
0: I de- no, for sure. I definitely agree with
2: what Austin had to say, and I definitely agree with what Draymond had to say as well. give credits to Draymond first of all for making that mm-hmm. statement obviously players are seen as the bad guy they're definitely seen as the cancer in the locker room i think they deserve a lot more respect because clearly something's not right with them and it it does do something mentally for sure does affect the player mentally and i feel like you know it has to be addressed with some respect and there should be respect on both sides from the team perspective and the player's perspective
1: yeah definitely yeah definitely um I, I if you guys recall I think it was a few seasons ago Dallas Mavericks trade Harrison Barnes in the middle of the game.
0: <laughs> You're right? Man.
1: Yeah. That was that was uh it, it was like as though they just saw him as property instead of like an actual being cuz this guy still has to like pack up and everything. Uh didn't have time to say goodbye and everything. You know uh even though the NBA is a business I there are still morals and ethics in a business. I don't want to get too like philosophical and stuff here, but <laughs> the NBA has to do better at respecting their employees, which are the players, and they're just not doing it. So uh, respect to Draymond for calling it out.
0: Yeah, and the same could be said about the DeMarcus Cousins situation where Fact. in the middle of an All-Star conference, it was like a press conference for the All-Stars, someone comes up to him and whispers in his ear, hey, you got traded to the Pelicans. I mean, And then he's like, oh. Yeah, you saw him like he he didn't know how to feel. You know, they don't they don't feel happy when they get traded. You know, it's a lot of stress going around when you get traded. You have to move, find a new location to live in, and it just it it makes no sense for Boogie to get traded while you know he's he's has a relaxation time. You know, is supposed to be a weekend Chill for time, celebration, dude. and instead yeah. Boogie has you know pr- the most stress out of all the Allstars. It's it's not fair there.
1: That's also. I'm just going to quickly talk about the Derrick Rose. I if if any of you remember, uh, he was filming a documentary, and then in the middle of it, his agent calls and tells him he's going to be heading to New York, which he just broke down in tears and everything. And
0: I just man, said. man,
1: that 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 hurt me. That hit me there in the heart. Like, damn, you really you're really doing that to your own your own hometown kid. Sucks.
0: It's a messed up business, man. Mm. It's tough. Yeah.
1: Tough. All right, uh, let's move on to the second segment. Just staying on the topic of Drummond and Griffin, both are being trade candidates for their respective teams right now. Blake currently averaging 12 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists on 36% from the field. Considering he's not part of the Detroit Pistons timeline, as they have a plethora of young forwards, where would you like to see him end up? I'm just going to uh, add on uh, the same goes for drummond who is averaging 17 13 and two assists on 47 percent shooting this past week there have been reports that our toronto raptors have engaged in trade talks with cleveland like i predicted last week and uh, what are your thoughts on this let's talk about griffin first and then any drummond potential locations Asvin do you want to go first
2: uh yeah sure i'll talk about blake griffin first so i haven't so just right now, I'm just thinking about it, a good fit for Blake Griffin. And the first thing that pops into mind is the Phoenix Suns. Reuniting with CP three and having that, you know, CP three, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Aiton, not Jordan. Kind of do kinda <laughs> triple threat back. I definitely think, you know, Blake Griffin is not the same player as he was in his LA days back then. I definitely think he could definitely improve his game or, you know take a name for himself again in a better environment in phoenix
1: i like it i i like it austin
0: yeah i, I had the exact same team for me too you know there's only so much of, of dario sarge that you can play and you know, with <laughs> a lineup at, of mikhail bridges at the three griffin at the four and Aiden at the five i mean if you get griffin to be a shooter and, uh, and he's shown in the past that he can't shoot. You know, that one year in Detroit where he was like an all-NBA caliber player. If he can kind of be like that, then yeah, I could see a role for him, maybe even off the bench. I mean, I don't know how good Blake Griffin is as of now. We haven't seen him play as much. And he's taken a sad decline this year, you know. Jeremy Grant kind of took his spot. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. and mm. it just, it's a sad situation. I mean, if, if not a trade, it's probably going to be a buyout.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, he does still have two years left on his contract. And I don't know whether the Pistons want to buy him out. So instead, I have him going to... Detroit and the Knicks do another trade where they send uh, Blake Griffin there. The a- as well as... Uh, first yeah, so it's just... Uh, you have Blake Griffin who can uh, be a spark off the bench as well considering they have Randall and um, Mitchell Robinson. I mean, Mitchell Robinson is out right now. So if they do execute this trade... Uh, Blake Griffin goes to a bigger market. Uh, he can play. He can be a very good small ball center.
0: Mm, and, I don't know uh, about that, Ryan. Really? i take. Really? He's six and nine I with mean, dead I knees. Know. I think he can a be a big. really good small. He's a C, um, and, and Toppin's there. I mean, don't you want to give Toppin? Yeah. Some minutes? Wait.
2: So are we trying to move Randall at the five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blake Randall
1: Griffin at the, five. the
0: Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, like he does provide that playoff experience for a young Knicks team. So
0: I guess i wouldn't All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, See what is, you're coming what? from.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move on to Drummond. Uh, Toronto. Yes or no? No. No. Uh,
2: yeah, I like. The, I mean, he's better than Aaron Baines. Come on now. He Facts. could definitely. He's better than Aaron. grab boards and make buckets. Better like, than Aaron Bates. I'm pretty sure Van Vleet's averaging more boards than Bates. <laughs> oh oh yes,
1: yeah, sir. I, I'm pretty sure
0: that's true. <laughs> sad. But then we have to give up Norm. Like, do we want to give up Norm or Drummond? I don't want, norm norm, okay. I don't want to do that. He's been playing like Ugh. an absolute star. You know, these last few weeks when sure. OG's been out, mm-hmm. and I don't think I want, I'm ready to give that up. He's still not. He's. I don't think he's even reached his prime. He's only like 25, 26, or something. He's like 27. No. All right, never mind. I guess, he's, I guess he's in his prime. But Drummond's probably like 29 or something. No, wait. Drummond's no, probably 27 Drummond's too. also 27. Yeah, never Drummond's mind. Also 20, yeah. Okay, so then Norman's a oh. the better piece. So, there you go. I guess so. All right,
1: so Austin, where would you want to see Drummond go?
0: See, there's not not a lot of teams that kind of need a player like Drummond, but if there's one team that could use Drummond, even though they can't really trade for him, it's it's Charlotte, I guess. You know, Cody Zeller is their starting center with Bianca backing them up. Right. Maybe if a... If a buyout happens, I don't know if a bio could happen. I feel like they're looking to trade him, but I think Charlotte, if any team, could use him. Because, you know, they have PJ Washington as they can play as a four. You know, he's kind of like, I said this before, John Collins Light. He can shoot as well. And if you have German grabbing boards, then, you know, he can outlet them to LaMelo, and then LaMelo can do like a behind the back, off the elbow pass to Gordon Hayward in the corner. And I could see maybe German working out there, but any other team, I can't really see him as a starting center. You know, I feel like. If anything, he at this point like a backup center.
1: All right, okay, that's 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 totally fine. I never expected Charlotte to be honest. Yeah, yeah so I like it. that fit though.
2: It's a pretty nice fit.
1: Well, like considering they are in the sixth seed and everything, maybe he mm-hmm. can like improve um some uh front court. So yeah. All right, let's start. Uh, let's end off with our final news segment. Uh, with the NBA All Star starting lineups having been announced Thursday night. The results are as followed. In the East, Kevin Durant leads with a total of over f- or uh, with over 5 million votes, followed by Yanis, uh, Embiid, Bradley Beal, and Kyrie. In the West, LeBron James led with a total of almost 6 million votes. Steph Curry next, followed by Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, and Luka Doncic. Uh, quickly discuss whether these were your picks for the All-Star Game and who do you think deserves a Spartans starting spot if not
0: so uh so Austin. i gotta go first you know yeah. i i didn't have Kyrie on my on my starting lineup and i'm surprised that he he made it you know with so much player votes you know Kyrie ended with 100 player votes while third place james harden only had 58 so i guess a lot of people have faith in Kyrie. i really thought that harden deserved this this yeah, starting spot
1: what I too yeah
0: yeah because harden i mean have you seen these past few games he's been averaging mm-hmm. like over 10 assists a game, and he's been leading them to wins. And Kyrie's been sitting out a lot of the games, and I, don't, I, I guess, you know, he's a more popular player. It makes sense. But for the players to show that much support to Kyrie, it's it's quite surprising.
1: I mean, like, Harden does have some bad vibes from his Houston teammates, so... <laughs> I, I guess. guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, as in, like, your thoughts on the also starting lineups?
2: I mean, I definitely did like the starting five I mean I would have put Trey Young not just because he's on my fantasy team but like Harry <laughs> has been sitting out and he has been missing a few games with injuries. I think de- definitely Trey Young has de- uh, taken that step in trying to get his team involved. he's definitely more of like the past first trying to get his team involved. um he's definitely taken that you know step down in offense but he is still the number one option for the in offense for the Atlanta Hawks team.
0: I, got, I, got I definitely would
2: like to see Trey Young instead of Kyrie Irving there.
0: So, what hey, if I told you that I didn't have Trey Young as an all star at all?
1: Yeah, I didn't have either.
0: I didn't have yeah. a snub. Really? If we did. Because there's on Trey Young. <laughs> nah, nah, man. Nah, ben Simmons nah. is just, he's that guy, man. Ben Simmons, ben he Simmons, deserves that what spot. What's he going to Shoot from the three? Yes, yeah, so he's okay. going <laughs> to shoot from half court. He's either. <laughs> bro, listen. Ben's nah, gonna, ben can clamp Trey Young, dude and Young can't clamp down. Sure. You it sure? Is... Oh, okay, you know what? You're right. You know, Trae'on is going to do some, <laughs> some BS foul drawing stuff, you know, flail his arms in the yeah. air and get a foul call.
1: I just want to quickly point out that I think, even though I had Mitchell as the starting guard alongside Curry, I think, if anyone, Dane deserves that spot. Instead.
0: Yeah. I think he deserved it too. Over Luca.
1: Yeah, over Luca Because they... Dame is in the playoff race. He is arguably one of the best uh, scoring players in the league right now. And uh, he's been a one man show really for yeah. Portland.
0: And the Mavericks and the and the Trailblazers are, are kinda of in the same situation, you know. They both lose their second best player and Dame even lost more than that. And, you know, while Luka's drowning, Dame is still sustaining <laughs> this High level of play, carrying their team to wins. You know, of course, it's not only him. You know, of course, Gary Trent Junior is playing a lot of good basketball. So just because Dame has been having a lot more team success, I feel like he should have definitely got this nod over Luca. I
1: agree,
0: for sure. Yep. And, and one more speaking thing. Speaking of uh,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: sure, sure, sure. I just want to mention. I was looking through all the numbers and all the all the votes. I feel like you guys would be surprised if I told you that. James Wiseman of the Golden State Warriors had 262,000 fan votes, which would rank not... him 13th amongst all West Frontcourt in nah. fan votes. Nah. Really? That's yeah. 262,000 fan votes.
1: Um, did you see uh, uh, Costas and Tedukumpo got 10 player votes?
0: Oh yeah, I see that. Jeez. Why does he have 10? He
1: got, he got ten player vote. I don't see this man play though.
0: Everyone in the Lakers, man, they just voted for him.
1: So I'm just saying, I'm just saying like the the voting is weird. It but, is weird. Like it sometimes they snub the deserving, but at the end of the day they're all still all stars. It doesn't really matter who's starting or not, it just really like it's an event that you're all enjoying, so uh just credits to those who are playing very well this season. Exactly. And speaking of All-Stars, uh, every year the All-Star game or weekend has uh, events, such as the three-point contest, the dunk contest, and the skills challenge, in addition to the All-Star game. But I feel like over the past few years, I don't know, it's probably just me but I feel like the skills challenge has gotten a little boring.
0: It's just you. Really? The skills? Oh, really? <laughs> I feel like the, the dunk contest got really boring. Yeah, dunk contest is pretty dead these dunk days. Dunk contest? At yeah. Season, 2016 was the skills highlight. Over dunk.
1: 2016 was the highlight. Aaron Gordon, is that was, what I mean? Sure. Yeah, that, that, was, that was the best one. Yeah, that was the Aaron Gordon well, got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I don't know about the skills challenge anymore. It's just them... I don't. I don't see it being really.
0: uh, Ryan, did you see Jason Tatum win the skills challenge with a half court shot? Okay,
1: but but that's like a fan shooting a half court shot for like a Nissan.
0: Ryan, you're sleeping on it. They they're changing it up, you uh, know. Smalls versus Bigs. I mean, tell me that's not exciting.
1: I I just don't see it. I just don't see it, man. But anyways, okay. okay. You guys think the dumb contest. I think the skills. So, this week, we have a special episode where instead we devise a new, or not really a new, it's more, it's been suggested by the players and fans for years. We have introduced, or the concept of a 1v1 tournament, and Asvin, Austin, and I have candidates for this tournament. Uh, Austin, would you like to explain the rules of this?
0: Yeah, so, in this 1v1 tournament, we set up a four kind of division bracket, where we divide guards, wings, bigs, and then quote-unquote unicorn players. And we have them, you know, four players in each uh, division. So it's a, it's a one-to-four seed in each division. And we just play it out to whoever, think, whoever we think is going to come out the, vi- the victor in this 1v1 tournament.
1: Yeah, we did. So uh, we have uh, four sections. Let's start off with the guard section. Uh,
0: Austin, the type you lead it off. All right, so I'll, I'll just lay out my four guys so we can discuss on these because I think we all different guys. Uh, So the two kind of guys I would expect everyone to have here is Kyrie Irving and James Harden. You know, I feel like yes. they, they're the ISO gods in this league. You know, they can get their own buckets at their own time. They go play wreck all the time, they play streetball all the time. They love to play 1v1. Yeah. Uh, But the, the other two guys I have, I just, I just would love to see them in something like this. And that's Zach Levine and Devin Booker. Ooh, I actually have that matchup too. Oh, you have that too. I I think I they deserve a spot here for sure. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay, I like it though. I do like it. Levine Levine's saucy. Been showing. He's been showing he can play, on in Chicago. He's taking that next step, and Devin Booker is still the leading man in Phoenix, despite his stats having gone down. But I like it.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's a good. I mean, I don't have Levine and Booker matched up because I you know I want to see Levine. Actually, no, I want to see Nakari and. Hard and be able to have a chance to meet up in the second round, but I think Levine, you said he taken the, taken the next step. He actually has, you know, he's turned from just a dunker that people thought to you know a really good shooter that people didn't expect, and then all of a sudden now he's he put it all together. You know, he's he's very efficient at the rim. He can shoot really well. He can shoot deep. You know, he's one of those three level scorers, but at this point he's like one of the most elite scorers in the league. For sure, definitely. And to add to that, Zach Levine
2: has been improving each and every season he's been playing well. Yeah, and next year Yeah, he's averaging, what, 28 points this season? And he is the main guy in Chicago. I mean, you do have other players in, like, Kobe White, Wendell. Laurie Martin is injured. But Zach Levine is the number one option, and he, and he is the go-to guy in that fourth
0: quarter. Exactly.
1: I like it. I like it. I have a heart. I actually have, in my first round, Harden and Kyrie matched up cuz just and I just want to see like the battle of Brooklyn like it, right from the get go you know get the okay. crowd hyped up, hyped up right away cuz there's going to be a lot more tournaments to watch as well but then my next round is the competition between the All-Star starting spot I have Lillard versus Luca.
0: oh okay cuz we it, all
1: yeah cuz for me this tournament should be should be about like getting the fans hyped as well so it's like seeing these matchups, these beef matchups, these competition. That would be interesting. So you see Lillard and his Dame time averaging thirty points and four rebounds. I'm not going to mention assists because who the hell are you going to pass to, right? <laughs> but but like Dame time, he can take over. He's taken over in playoff series in late uh, late season games. And Luca, this guy's like uh, he's been car- He's been trying to carry the Mavs and. Even though he's not an MVP candidate in my mind, he's been doing a a good job, and it'd be very fun to see Lillard and Luca in the first round battle it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I really regretfully, you know, left out Lillard because I just feel like we see him too much. You know, we know he can do this, but I I I, I want to put Booker in just because you know, I, it's always this one clip that that's in my mind of, hey, why are y'all doubling? It's it's a it's a open run that one clip where he was talking to Joakim Noah, and you know. I'm going to just let Booker play this 1v1. You know He loves to play 1v1. I'm going to let him play it this time. I
1: like it. I like it. Uh, Asvin, any more thoughts on our guard? No, I
0: actually have the same exact bra- um, matchups
2: as Austin. I have uh, Kyrie and James Harden, and I have a Devin Booker and Zach Levine. I did have a Trey Young and Luka Doncic earlier, and I kind of crossed it out. You know, Trey Young and Luka Doncic, these guys were traded for each other. Uh, during a draft night, and I think the, I'm confident enough to say that these guys are the number one options on offense for their respective teams. And I think it's definitely interesting to see a Trey Young versus Luka Doncic matchup.
1: That that, that seems fun because up till now, it still seems like a win-win trade for both sides. Yeah, for just, sure, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I like I like our guards. Let's move on to our next one. Uh, Austin, you labeled it wings or forwards?
0: Oh, no. Uh, Shouldn't we, should we do the... All the guards until the semifinals? Don't you think?
1: Uh... Oh, okay, How do you want to go oh, like this? Okay, okay alright. Alright,
0: all right, so all, all right, we're gonna do the guards then, right?
1: Yeah, we'll finish the guards then. We'll alright, so...
0: I had I had a, a seat. So I had Irving the, the first seed and Harden the second seed. Levine as a third seed and Booker as a fourth seed. So that means that I had Irving and Levine playing together. And... I mean, you would think, you know, I would have Irving and Harden in the second round, but no. I have Levine beating Irving in a 1v1. Oh,
1: really? I have that
0: much faith. I have that much faith in Levine. I just think that, you know, Kyrie, Kyrie goes through a lot of these cold stretches, you know, like you've seen him missing a lot of shots. I feel like if Levine plays the right way, he can, you know, get Kyrie to miss those shots. You know, maybe talk about LeBron and you know, Kyrie's going to get angry or something. And Levine, he, his jumper Probably maybe one of the most smoothest jumpers in the league, one of the most cleanest handles, and how is probably going to defend him once he gets into the paint, and okay, that's I mean that's okay. how I just feel about it. I think Levine takes this game against Irving. Okay, that's interesting.
1: That's interesting. If uh, if I I had Kyrie and Harden in my first matchup, and I have Kyrie winning it over Harden.
2: Really, Ooh, I have yeah. Harden coming out of that bracket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have Kyrie winning out of that one. Just because Uncle Drew can cross over anyone, and he's one of the best finishers at the guard position,
0: True. so if
1: even if he goes through cold stretches with the shooting, he can just go back, just drive, and to, considering they're all guards, he can just drive through. He's quick enough to do so and finish at the rim at such a high rate that I think, I think he can just win that easily just by doing a few layups.
2: Really? Oh I have an opposing opinion for Harden. I mean, we we all seen Harden in Houston. His infamous uh, dribble size up, double step back, bucket, mm-hmm. and one. Man, there's no doubt about it. I definitely think Harden's going to beat Kyrie Irving. This guy could get to the bucket at well. A little dribble, dribble crossover, and finish out the, finish out the bucket at well. Get the and one call too. I think it's I mean, no I mean Like
1: it's no blood, no foul in one v one. So I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, that's true. He's, that's not, true. Gonna, he's <laughs> not gonna get the foul call. So, but yeah, that's that's interesting. I I'd say Kyrie beats Harden. Yeah. Uh, what about your other matchup, Austin?
0: Fuck oh, some other matchup. It's Harden Booker, and you know, this one's gonna be a slaughterhouse. Harden's gonna just win this game. You know, while Booker's taking. <laughs> Even even Irving, you know, I'm gonna just throw some shade here. Even when Irving and Booker's taking these contested mid-range shots, what's Harden gonna do? Sidestep two to three point line. It's just gonna be, it's it's a two over ones kind of game for Harden, and Harden's taking these twos, while Irving just drops to the basket and gets these ones. So I think same with Booker. Booker's gonna be taking these layups and mid-range shots. Yeah, he make them, but Harden's gonna be the one making the threes, and that's how he's gonna win the game. Okay, Asim. In-
2: so my other matchup, I definitely had, a, I had the Devin booker Zach Levine matchup. I think Zach Levine's coming out of that matchup just because it's Zach Levine. This dude's a bucket in Chicago. And he's definitely been proving it this season. 28 points per game. He is the number one go-to guy in Chicago. I think he has the slight edge over Devin Booker.
1: Okay, okay. No, I, I can see that. Devin Booker's good and all, but he's no Zach Levine as of right now. Yeah. No way. And for me, Lillard, Luca, it's going to be the closest matchup. I have Lillard beating him out in the final possession.
0: Final sh- with, <laughs> possession
1: with a deep three.
0: Oh, it's a bad with shot, man. Deep three. That's yeah. a bad shot.
1: And he's gonna wave. He's gonna wave and everything. <laughs> Say goodbye oh, to Luca. Dame time, I'm, baby. I'm just saying, Dame time. Did you guys hear about his watch? His watch collection or whatever. He uh, he signed a deal with a like. With the watch company, and they're calling it Dame Time. Like that's oh, a good atmosphere. that's
0: sick. That's Ew. sick. Ew. he's gonna wear well, a watches I... during the game, dude. Oh man, that's be crazy.
1: <laughs> he's gonna yeah, he's gonna be promoting it and everything. I like. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, Lillard. I would say Lillard beats out Luca in this one v one. Very close matchup though, because Luca, Luca has shown that he can he can uh, play in the final seconds of a quarter and still get, hit that hit that three. Like we've seen that step back before. But then Lillard, Lillard's on another level. He's he's one of the best offensive players right now, and that's what I think.
0: Yeah, we you know with, comes up with no refs there. You know, Luca can't get these you know BS calls like Trey Young does, and he's he's gonna get burned for that. You know, there's no more pump fake jump, and then oh, it's a free throws, and there's none of that. So I agree with you. I think I think Lillard would come out of that matchup, right? And your final guard coming out. So out of Levine and Harden. You know, I, I really wanted to put Levine through because I just I just love him. And I think he has the game for a 1v1 game, but I just have to give the edge to Harden. You know, he's the premier 1v1 guy. We've seen it for about three straight years of Harden just cooking guys 1v1, dropping 50 points a game. And that's during a 5v5 game. Imagine just he just has to play a few possessions. You know, Harden's going to just dominate Levine in this. You know, it doesn't matter the defense. It doesn't matter if Levine can shoot threes. Harden will shoot them better. And he's going to come out this game. I think it might even be a blowout in this game. Okay. Azen?
2: I definitely agree with Austin. I think Harden definitely has the edge over Levine in my matchup. I mean, we've seen it in Houston, what he's been doing. This guy could score 50 points if he wanted to. And I, honestly, I think Harden has the edge over Zach Levine over this one. I mean, the situation in Houston, it was just always meant for Harden. And I think Harden definitely has the experience. And definitely, he has edge over Zach living in this one.
1: Read, read. I have. I obviously. I am going to stick with my boy Damian Lillard. He's going to win the matchup, the final matchup between Kyrie and Lillard for me. Just, just because Lillard is just so dominant like that.
0: They dominate.
1: He's just built, yeah. built different, man. Oh, and that's facts. Built different. That's yeah. facts. All right. Uh, I think we're done with guards. So let's move on to our forwards or slash wings. I have forwards instead of wings. Oh, like I put in wings. The category.
0: Okay. I put forwards. <laughs> oh man <All> right. <laughs> oh no it's all good
1: it's all good because the wings are technically forward so I guess yeah yeah alright Aswin, let's start with you this time
2: so for my first so let me just lay out my matchups here real quick so I have a so my first bracket is Jason Tatum versus Brandon Ingram Ooh. oh Ingram nice. Ooh, I mean nice. I also had I had a Jason Tatum slash Jalen Brown I couldn't decide which Celtic I wanted mm-hmm. obviously I think There was was drama during the offseason. I'm pretty sure Jalen Brown, he extended his contract with Boston. I think Brandon Ingram also had comments that were, you know, targeted towards Jalen Brown. I'm pretty sure Brandon Ingram, he didn't get that extension like Jalen Brown did. And he Mm kind of took it personally and he had some comments for Jalen Brown. So I think that's why I had that Jalen Brown slash Jason Tatum versus Brandon Ingram matchup.
0: A beef matchup, okay.
1: Okay, that's interesting. Match- Second anyway, matchup, I have a Paul
2: George and Kawhi Leonard. A Clipper matchup. Okay. Ooh. Okay, this okay. I'm just nice. going to
1: say this. I don't think Kawhi would do it, though. <laughs> I don't think Kawhi would want to participate.
0: Yeah. Really? I don't, I don't, I don't have him because of that reason, too. But yeah, I, I, I don't like don't the ha- matchup, oh, though. Man.
1: I like the matchup, but I don't think Kawhi would participate. He, the reporter's like, Kawhi, uh, you, you're being invited. Would you join? He's like, No.
0: <laughs> that, that's Kawhi.
1: That's Kawhi. So, but I like it though. I do like it. The Battle of L.A. Austin, let's hear yours.
0: All right. So you know, I I put my thing. You know, my category. This this wings category for size. So you guys both mentioned Luca as a guard. I had Luca as a as a as a wing in this, just because he's six seven, and mm-hmm. I haven't matched up in my two four matchup or is a two three matchup against Jason Tatum like as we mentioned also did go back and forth. I think it changed Tatum to Brown, Brown to Tatum about four times before settling on Tatum. <laughs> and you know, you know Luca I think like it's much more fair for him to match up against guys his size. And on my other side I have Durant and Paul George. Now I I realize that Durant maybe should be in the Unicorn category. Unicorn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at Sometimes. the same time, I, I think that the Wings can defend him best and also give him a good matchup. And especially someone like Paul George. I, I think that, you know, this matchup is still it's still more fair than maybe I had for the Unicorn matchup.
1: All right. That's fair. That's fair. I have t- Jason Tatum matched up with Julius Randle. Ooh. Because both are playing at the power forwards or like the, the the second forward spot, and both have been like the number one options for their respective teams. It'd be very interesting to see uh, two bigger guys just going at it in the paint and uh, stretching the floor, stretching the floor like that. It'd be very fun to see. And my second one, I have Paul George, because Paul George has shown that he can. He is a dominant one v one guy, especially in like training USA training camp. I've I've been watching those for oh, a long yeah. time, and um, my second one best footwork in NBA right now, uh, Demar Derozan, I would say. Oh, DeMar DeRozan. Derozan matched up with Paul George. Oh, I I I would I would I would want to I, I would pay money to see that just because yeah. just because Paul George and Demar Derozan they're just so good at the isolation game, and. It, it would just be a back-and-forth for maybe like 20 minutes, 30 minutes even.
0: Just, just brick after every... brick, right? Exactly. <laughs> 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 this uh. is just keep missing. You know, the Rose is going to air ball. Paul George side of the backboard. Is just going to go back and forth? Oh, man.
1: All right, Asma, let's have your first uh, winner. So for, for
2: my winners. Jason Tatum and Brandon Ingram matchup, I have Jason Tatum coming out of
1: that bracket. Okay, okay.
2: I mean, both guys, they do they do play similar roles for their team. They are the number one option for their respective teams. But I feel like Jason Tatum, yeah, he's been growing ever since last season. He's definitely taken that step up in game. So I think that Jason Tatum definitely has the edge over Brandon Ingram this one. Okay, I would agree. And your second one? Well, since Kawhi Leonard would apparently not participate in this one, <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna switch Jalen Brown and have that Jalen Brown Paul George match. Okay, up.
1: but but if you do that, Paul George is moving on because
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely yeah, have Paul George great. moving on. Yeah. Man, he's <laughs> sleeping on Jalen Brown.
1: No, Jalen Brown's good and everything. Like I respect I respect, I like I love watching the guy play, but I just don't see him coming out against a an ISO god like Paul George who has been show yeah. who's shown he can play up against KD in the in the it's in the summer and the Olympics and stuff. So yeah.
0: Alright. I I yeah. guess I
1: agree. And uh, Austin you're your winners.
0: Alright so for my my uh, my one four matchup with Durant and Paul George, you know, I think Paul George got the, the short end of the stick in this matchup, you know. If it was the other bracket then yeah I think Paul George will win but in this case Durant's taking the game, you know, no matter how good you know you could be, Durant is going to is going to win. You know, he's the 1v1 god for a reason. There's a reason why they call him the most unguardable player, the best offensive player in the NBA or in history, and I think he's going to take this matchup. And on yep. the other oh, side. That's agreed. Yeah, and, and Doncic and Tatum, I think Tatum's taking it, you know. <laughs> I think Doncic, a lot of his game does revolve around, you know, playing smart, but in the 1v1, you know, there's no playing smart, you know, there's hand checking, there's a lot of things going on, you can push your, your your matchup, Doncic might fry at some point, you know, getting bullied too much, and Tatum's just gonna, just gonna bulldoze him, you know, Tatum's a shot maker, he's a shot creator, he can finish at the rim, he can do everything, and I think Tatum's gonna definitely take this one.
1: For me, if, J- if Tatum wins this tournament, he'd just be like, this is for Deuce, this is for you. This is for Deuce, this is for Deuce, baby. <laughs> All right, and for my final my 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 second round uh, matchups, I do have Tatum coming out of the Randall. It's not; it wouldn't be as close just because Randall is pretty new to this, and Tatum is like he's just been the Celtics guy, right. so Tatum wins it against Randall easily. And then DeRozan and PG thirteen. As much as I love DeRozan and everything, Paul George comes out of this one easy, just because yeah. Paul George is bigger. He is. Uh, He's just he's just built different for this one v one matchup, he, and the the Rosen's gonna have some nice nice moves and everything, but I think ultimately it's Paul is gonna come out of this.
0: Okay, I agree with that. You know, the Rosen can only do yeah. so much against, you know, Paul George. Yeah,
2: but Paul George it, has taken that
0: step this year for sure, during, and he's proven it during
2: the season. Unfortunately, he's, he's injured, but we definitely seen what he what he, what he can do
0: this he, season. He, he was like an party. MVP convention or something. Like he, yeah, was, he, was. he
1: was up there. He was very highly spoken of. And our final winner, Asim?
2: So, I have a JT versus Paul George matchup. This, man, I, this is a tough matchup. I really think whoever has possession of the ball first, you know, could potentially win this matchup. Just because both guys are just that good. But ultimately, I have Jason Tatum winning this Ooh. matchup
1: really okay okay yeah I actually oh, have I like jt that. winning
2: this matchup I mean we've seen it last season I'm pretty sure the celtics and the and the clipper matchup jt dropped paul George jt during that game that during that clipper Celtics matchup jT just took over the game in the fourth quarter and I definitely see him doing the same here so I have jT over Paul George for this one I, like so I also that.
1: have that you know how I also have that matchup I have Paul George and Tatum but I have Paul George beating it, beating him out just because Paul George back in his Indiana days, he he, he faced up, he faced off against LeBron he went uh, during his uh, time in the West he has to face up against like big teams like the Warriors. Uh, Paul George wins it very close though because Tatum has shown that he can play defense and score at will as well. but Paul George wins it by like a point probably.
0: So, yeah. And then we're just going to move on to my, my sorry bracket oh, here. <laughs> I'm left <laughs> out of this, Paul George Tatum, because, you know, I put Durant into the wings category. But I feel like with this Durant-Tatum matchup, I think this might be a lot closer than, you know, people might think. Yeah, you you think? Know, Tatum has the body to defend Durant. You know, Tatum's about 6'10", 6'11 now, or something crazy like that. And he has a long wingspan. I think he can defend Durant, and he's pretty mobile for his size. But at the end of the day, it, it's Kevin Durant. You know, there's so much you can do against Kevin Durant. Durant's a shot maker, like I said, about 500 times this pot already. And nothing's think going to come out of this game victorious.
1: Okay, that's fair, that's fair. I, I like it. So right now, we have, oh, you guys have Harden and, Austin has Harden and Durant. Aislinn um, has Harden and Tatum. And I have Lillard and PG. Let's see what changes in our big category. Austin, let's start, out, let's start you off.
0: You know, you know, I love my bigs. You know, I play like a big IRL because I am, you know, pretty big IRL, I would say. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so my my 1-3 matchup is Nikola Jokic at the number one seed, of course, versus Nikola Vucevic, you know, the battle of the Nikolas. And <laughs> I feel like this is a good matchup. I mean, Vucevic has shown he's one of the best offensive centers in the league. He's shooting about 40% for three this season. And I think, you know, all of his, his good, good offense gets overshadowed by his bad defense. But in something like this, you know, it doesn't really matter as much when, you know, it's a 1v1. So I think he deserves this number three spot. Jokic, I don't even have to say anything. He's one of the best bigs in the game. You know, he's easily the, the second best big because, you know, I'm about to say the best big in the league right now. It's Joel Embiid at my number two matchup against Zion Williamson. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Zion. So oh. I think Zion, you know, it, it was it was kind of him. Zion the big? I would say he's a big. He, he plays like a big. He, he's he's six. He, he's okay. six eight. He's six eight, but he plays a power forward and he could play small ball center, I guess. But he's, I think, he just plays like a big. And I okay. think, I think he, you know, there's not a lot of other really really good options. You know, I wanted to put Sabonis in this.
1: Nah, uh, I, I don't. Sabonis to me is more of like a team guy. He's
0: like true, he's really true. He struggles to... against good deep. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm any... gonna,
1: I'm gonna disagree with your Zion one though, because I, instead of Zion in your place, I have Embiid and the beef matchup coming up I have Cat.
0: Oh, I took out Cat the last second. Oh, <laughs> I God have and I actually Kat. have Cat too. I don't think Cat's gonna, you gonna do and this. Kat
1: would be a fun matchup to see. They'd be just, they'd just be both trash talking the entire time. They'd be like staring each other down every every time they dunk. And they're both very good shooters. Well, not very good, but just, like, respectable shooters. So, Embiid and Cat, first matchup. And my second one, I just have uh, an incredibly talented offensive guy in Jokic and an incredibly defensive guy in Bam, Bam Bam Adebayo.
0: Oh, Bam. Bam's nice.
1: Yeah, so Bam and Jokic, that would be a fun matchup for me to see because it's offense versus defense. And both are scoring over 20 points. Both are grabbing good boards. Uh, I just I just I just think it's fun to see Bam versus Jokic and Embiid versus Kat.
0: Yeah, I think I forgot about Bam. I should have put Bam instead of Zion here.
1: <laughs> Damn, disrespect to Bam.
0: I mean it wouldn't have changed anything, you know, Embiid's, you know, just gonna dominate Bam, but that's besides <laughs> the point. <clears throat> Alright, Azin. So with my matchups
2: I actually have an Embiid versus Jokic matchup.
1: That's my first little matchup. Oh, like the, like the MVP matchup.
2: Yeah, an MVP caliber, two MVP caliber players going head-to-head first bracket. Mm-hmm. And for my second bracket, I actually have Bam out of Bio versus Zion Williamson.
1: Okay, okay.
2: I mean, I guess we can make the argument that Zion's not a big... but
1: He's more like, forwarded trying... to me. He's more forwarded to considering... me. Forward. Uh,
2: I mean I still have Bam and Zion as my matchup. I mean I had names like Sabonis as well, John Collins possibly. I think more? you know, Bam and Zion are like my ultimate go go to see matchup.
1: I like it though, but I don't is there any situation where like Zion can can like I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna put disrespect on Zion but I don't see Zion coming out again Coming out winning against a big guy.
0: Ryan, you understand this is this is what the fans wanna watch, you know. I mean <laughs> I don't think fans wanna watch Carl Anthony Towns play. You know, I'd rather watch Zion, you know, try to dunk on Embiid every single play than watch Carl Anthony Towns just pump fake jab step, pump fake stick, sidestep, step back, shoot a three. That's kinda lame. I'm trying to watch Zion just, just go feast in the paint.
1: Alright, alright. And mm-hmm. so who do you got coming out, Austin?
0: Uh I mean I don't think I have to really explain why, but I have Jokic and Embiid coming out in in this yep. second bracket. It just it just makes sense, you know. That's it, the same with me. Yeah, same with me. Elite, elite offensive Embiid. talents. Yeah, not much to say about that. Because even though
1: defense does prove useful, I think at the end of the day, in a one v one situation, offense will always reign supreme. Exactly. Just because you can, you're more diverse. You can hit shots from anywhere. Uh, you're smarter in terms of uh knowing your footwork and grabbing uh. Finding the right angle on the backboard. Uh offensive just wins in off 1v1, no matter how good your defense is.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself.
1: And Asvin.
2: So for my first matchup, I have a Embiid and Jokic. I have to Man, I have to say Embiid Let's has go! this
0: one. Let's go. Just
2: because I feel like I haven't seen a Nuggets game, but I feel like Jokic is the pass first team guy. Yep. I feel like with Embiid, he's more of like attack the rim all the time or pull up from three, mid range. I think he has a attack first mindset, which he is why I'm giving the edge the to Embiid over Jokic. I and also... For my second matchup, oh my bad. No,
1: no, no. Go ahead, go
2: ahead, go ahead. My second matchup, I have Bam versus Zion. I have Bam coming out of this one over Zion.
1: Okay, okay.
2: The reason behind it, uh, I just feel like Bam. You know, that Heat culture. I'm giving Bam the credit for this one. I feel like the Heat know what they're doing. They Bam has a lot of veterans to go and talk to. And I feel like Bam definitely has the
0: experience over Zion for this matchup. So with Bam, you know, this season, I mean, we've seen glimpses of his jump shot. You know, it it would only be like late shot clock moments when you would see Bam take a shot. But his shot looked really really clean, you know, his last few seasons. yeah. And this season, the Heat have made sure to, you know, incorporate that game. For Bam and his shot this year, it's 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 amazing. You know he's able to pull it. It's up looking the good. Now. It's
1: looking really good. It's
0: a clean jumper, and I think yeah, I'd agree with. If I had Bam, you know it'd be a much closer matchup than Zion against Embiid, and you know for his for Asman's matchup, of course, yeah. I think I think Bam is taking this just because a jump shot in a one v one it proves very vital.
1: But at the end of the day, can we just try and I, I'm hoping we're all right. We all have Embiid coming out of the bigs.
0: Uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm yeah. a Sixers fan I mean what do you expect <laughs> what do you expect just because agree, yeah. Embiid Embiid. is
1: that dominant
0: he's that he just, he's that he's dude.
1: just that dominant so Joel Embiid wins the bigs for all of us I'm assuming yes, yes sir. sir yes sir alright <laughs> let's move on to our final category unicorns is the best this one. was very difficult for me just because I had to figure out who and what was a unicorn Same. Yeah. Right. So uh, I hope y'all don't mind. I'm going. I just want to list off my guys first.
0: Go right ahead, my I, man. I have Giannis
1: matched up with Ben Simmons.
0: Okay. Ooh. Okay. I have Giannis
1: <laughs> match- It's <Ooh>. it's like <laughs> it's 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 a weird matchup, but I just have that just because I also have LeBron matched up against KD. But then you told me LeBron wouldn't oh. participate.
0: Okay. But I like the matchup.
1: Uh, LeBron wouldn't wouldn't participate, but like too late to like, change it. So, but LeBron and KD, just cause LeBron has shown in the past that in the tough situations, even though he's not, he does not have the winning record in the finals. He does have four rings, but not the winning record. He has he has attempted to guard the guy. He's he's been sufficient at it. He's been okay at it. And but LeBron's IQ, he can he can still just the guys. Thirty-seven, thirty-eight, and he's still playing like he's like in his mid-twenties. So that that helps a lot. KD, big guy. It's it's fun to see another, uh, arguably goat, arguably goat, arguably goat. Okay, a goat goat against goat kind of thing. And then we have Giannis against Ben Simmons. Do you have elite offense versus elite defense? Not saying that Giannis is not a good defender because he won DPOY last year, but Giannis is a force in a paint, especially off like he's he's an offensive beast. And Ben Simmons focuses very he's a he's a very good defender. He's an elite defender. And it'd be fun to see it, in, it's in also it's
0: also a beef matchup too. Exactly, yeah. That's, like, that's a good matchup.
1: So yeah, I, I that's what I thought would be fun. Uh who wants to go next? Either one of you. Oh let
0: Aspen take the floor here.
2: So for my matchup my first Matchup. I have a KD versus Giannis matchup. Ooh. I feel like this is the matchup I would like to see. And yeah, for, my second, yeah, for my second, yeah, and for my second match, front. I actually had Embiid and Jokic. I thought I really thought those guys were unicorns just because their ability, ability to like do it all for their size. But since they're considered bigs, I had LBJ and Simmons matchup
1: okay so I love same the same guys respect. as me, but s-
0: yeah.
1: s- same guys as me but different matchups yeah okay for sure I like it though I do like it and Austin?
0: yeah so I think I'm gonna shake up you know the, this this whole kind of bracket so since I didn't I didn't have lbj KK. no I didn't I didn't have lbj <laughs> I didn't have the rat in this bracket so that opened up a lot of opportunities for me to add some guys so my first bracket my one for matchup uh, it's Giannis, of course. You gotta have Giannis. He's a unicorn. And I have Christian Wood in this matchup. Now, True. there's news that Christian True. Wood, he, he could come back before the All-Star break. And if he feels perfect, I think he deserves a spot, you know, to, to be mentioned as a unicorn. And I think it would be really fun. You know, he loves to show off. I feel like he'd be perfect for this kind of exhibition. And I'm out of bracket. This is, this is going to be kind of crazy. So my, my three was Chris Stapps Which, yeah, so I mean...
1: I was right. He, he did take KP.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It was KP, which is quite surprising. He has been injured, but I think, you know, it's a unicorn thing, so I thought, you know, why not have the unicorn? And for my next, my last guy, I did not have Ben Simmons. Just because... Wow. Wow. I didn't want to have bias. Wow. I did not want to you're have bias. On, no, ben. no, you're stop, stop, stop. I didn't want to have bias, okay? If I had Simmons in, he would have won the whole tournament, okay? So, no, I had no, to... I wasn't just sleeping on Ben. I, as in... sleeping on Simmons, right? You guys are messed up, okay? Listen, listen. <laughs> I just wanted to have the best matchup for the fans, you know? It's a, it's a business. You want to have the best product out there, you know? Ben Simmons, what is he really going to do on offense? You know, that's how I was thinking. So, I put... You know, my, my most surprising pick, Michael Porter Jr. Oh. Yeah. Is he really a
1: unicorn? Boom.
0: I would I would say so. On offense, I think so. You know he he can handle <laughs> the ball. He's about six <laughs> eleven. <6'11. laughs> he can shoot. Okay. He can draft to the rim. And is that not the definition of a unicorn? He's kinda of just K D, but you know, not not the minutes, <laughs> you know, basically. Jason Tatum and Brandon Ingram and Paul Joy, can't they do that too? Yeah, but like, MPJ's... I feel like MPJ's faster than them. He's more athletic than them. And...
1: I don't know, man. Kyle Lowry might have to come into the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I
0: slept on Kyle Lowry if it was <laughs> anyone. Lowry's got to
1: come into the Unicorn
0: South. <laughs> but yeah, that's my matchup. Giannis against Christian Wood and MPJ versus Perzingis.
1: I like Christian Wood because I can see it. He, he has shown he can do... A lot on offense, but MPJ not so much. you're more forward in my mind.
0: But think about the matchups, like oh man, MPJ. That'd be fun.
1: True, it'd be like,
0: fun. I'm. Th- yeah. I was thinking more of like a like a fans' experience than than anything. Like um, what with the fans say, on the watch.
1: Who you say MPJ was um matched up with?
0: For Saps
1: KP would probably just, like, have a vaccine on him and then... <laughs> oh, easily, stop.
0: You know? stop. <laughs> stop. Oh, my God. Rod, oh. too far, dude. he you, you wear, like, a, a liberal hat or something. Get, a, get, a, get a, a Joe Biden mask. It'll scare MPJ away.
1: Um, just, yeah, but it's... I guess it's fine, because MPJ has shown that he can... He's kind of a point forward, if you think about it, so...
0: Just my thoughts. It's okay. If you guys don't right. agree. <laughs> so,
1: no. I... Uh, I'm not
0: a big fan of it, but there's it's doable. no, there's no it's wrong doable. answers.
1: There's no wrong answers. Hey, if not
0: him, Simmons, you know? I'll, I'll have to go yeah, with my yeah. boy and have him win the whole tournament.
1: All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, so, Azan, who do you got making the next round for Unicorns?
2: So, my, for my first matchup, I have a KD and Giannis matchup. I I got to give it to KD over this one. Mm-hmm. Seven-footer mm-hmm. with guard-like handles and a jump shot like Curry's man. It's a no brainer. KD's coming out of this matchup over Giannis for sure. And for my second, matchup, LBJ versus Simmons. I mean no question about it. Sim, no, I'm kidding. Yes. LBJ <laughs> I was gonna go crazy. <laughs> LBJ yo, is coming out of to this matchup.
0: His- I was about to jump out of my chair like, oh my god, the respect for Simmons. Dude. I was about to buy you a Ben Simmons <laughs> yeah, jersey. Gotta,
1: um, uh,
2: oh man I gotta give it to LBJ. Change your
1: answer. Change your answer uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah I can see it. I can see it. I have Giannis and Ben Simmons up well obviously Ben Simmons is going to hit five three-pointers so but Giannis is going to come out on top with okay. six three-pointers so <laughs> it's a battle, a battle of the threes no Giannis is going to win this one easy it's not easy but just like I feel like Giannis would just kind of just rush at Simmons Simmons would try and block but Giannis would just try and do some crafty layup and it would would end up going in. And my second one, LeBron and KD. As much as LeBron is the king, scoring at an elite level like KD, he can't match up against that. We've seen in the finals that even though KD was matched up against LeBron and everything, the Warriors still won those two finals, so KD, KD still wins it
0: over LeBron. So, yeah. I agree with those. Uh, yeah, my, my bracket. So, let me start with MPJ Perzingis. I think this one's, it should be pretty clear. I think MPJ is going to come out of this one. You know, Perzingis is not that great of a defender. And even on offense, he struggles to score. So, I'm going to give this one to MPJ. You know, I think Perzingis might have been a, a low-hanger fruit. If anything, I'll replace him with LeBron. And LeBron would go on. But since I don't have LeBron, MPJ is going to come out of this one. Just going to, just going to. I think it might even be a sweep. I don't think Perzingis is gonna score one bucket on MPJ. Stop. That, Stop. That's how confident I am in that. And for Giannis and Christian Wood, this might be a surprise. I have Christian Wood coming out of this one against Ooh. Giannis. And I just think that for one v one, you need to have at least one move that you can go to or or a jumper even. Because I mean, once they realize that you don't have any real offense and your only offense is you know rushing to the basket. If you just defend well enough, okay, they but won't Christian score.
1: Was not that good of a defender. Okay,
0: but you know, like you can just put your hands up, jumpers. I mean, listen, there's no fouls here, so I guess you can just like flagrant Giannis every play. It doesn't matter. I mean, I just think that Wood, you know, he has a better offense than Giannis, and I think that offense is gonna reign supreme. Even though Giannis has really good defense, you know, he can't, you know, he can't contest a jumper and block the rim at the same time. So I think, I mean, I think Wood might come out of this one. You know, just, just okay.
1: Look. Let's put it this way: If Giannis has first ball, okay, Giannis wins. But if Christian Wood has first ball, there's a chance that he can beat out Giannis.
0: No, I, th- I think I think Christian Wood's gonna destroy Giannis.
1: Really? I, really? I, I, I don't think Giannis has really? a chance
0: against Christian Wood. You know, I'm I'm a Giannis hater, so it, it is what it is. I'm gonna just have to toast <laughs> right now. what I think Wood is gonna take this. You know, I just think that. The offensive skill set that Wood has, especially for a one v one game, it, it it just helps more to have a more all around skill set and a jumper in, in in a match like this. I guess
1: so. I, guess I, so sense, so. The disagree- I sense the
0: disagreement. I sense the big disagreement. I sense the big one hundred percent disagreement. <laughs> but it's okay. I'll take uh,
1: it. It's, it's it's weird, man. You just expect more from the reigning MVP, so.
0: And
2: the defensive player of the year. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, w- yeah.
1: what has he What's done he... in the
0: playoffs though? <laughs> okay, let me not go there. Let me <laughs> no, not go there. Damn, damn. <laughs> damn.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. And so final guy coming out, obviously KD.
2: Yeah, I can I'm... agree with that.
1: It, yeah, yeah, KD. I don't, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see Giannis being able to defend KD in any way. So
2: I don't know. Maybe Austin thinks Christian would. <laughs> maybe, maybe,
1: maybe,
0: maybe. Just saying. Just maybe, saying. maybe. But what if I told you that I had MPJ coming out of this one against Christian Wood?
1: Yeah, you yeah, you, you what? You had yeah, MPJ coming out. I have MPJ beating Christian.
0: Wood. Christian, look. Listen, my my all my other brackets. Mm. It all made sense. It was like, wow, Austin. You know, this this makes sense. You know, you you know, like okay, reasonable things going on. Durant, you Harden and Bead. And then all of a sudden, I come in with my unicorns, and MPJ is coming out of this bracket. (laughs) It sounds crazy, all right, but it's from what I've seen from one v one games. Like you need to have like a really good offense, and MPJ when he's running at full gas, his offense is damn near unstoppable. And when he's hitting shots over you, like you, all the shots he takes during games, is just contested shots, and he hits them. So it doesn't matter if Christian was even there or not. He's going to hit a contested three. He's going to hit the contested marriage, and he can get to the basket, you know. I just feel like with MPJ, it just he has the game for a 1v1, you know. And, of course, maybe the defense is not there. You know, maybe I'm thinking too much about this. Like, oh, okay, Austin's, you know, he's going crazy. Giannis is not coming out of this bracket. I just feel like for a 1v1 game, MPJ, I, I have a lot of high hopes in him.
1: Okay, this guy has high hopes for MPJ. I'm right. in
0: disbelief. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> gotta shake up the pod, you know. I gotta do it. <laughs> all
1: right, all right. I'm just, I'm
0: just so, I'm just so confused. I'm just like, so lost. Like, damn, yeah, right.
1: I'm just. I like, have a lot
0: of hope for MPJ. Hey man, you know, I remember a few pods ago I said MPJ has a chance to be the MVP.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: So maybe I'm being too, too much, but. Let's just, let's just move on. So, our last four guys we have left. So, mine are Harden, Durant, Embiid, and PJ. Who are your guys? I,
1: I have Dame, PG-13, Embiid, and KD. I have
2: Harden, JT, Embiid, and KD.
0: Okay. So, Great. we should go to the guard mm. big matchup. Guard big
1: matchup. As much as I acknowledge and I love Damian Lillard's offensive skill set, size does matter. I'm just... No, this is PG-13's podcast, but size does matter. So, Embiid wins the matchup against Dame.
0: Yeah, I think it's the same on this side, too. Embiid's going to destroy Harden. Yeah, definitely. I second that.
1: So, So, yeah, size does matter, but...
0: Not in a way,
1: not in a, not in another way. This is a basketball term, so <laughs> height, height matters.
0: High height matters. matters. There you go. Height height matters.
1: That, that's, that's what I'm trying to go for. And forwards and unicorns.
0: I'll, uh, last one one. You, I'll, I'll let you guys go first. You guys have the same matchups pretty much.
1: All right. Uh, we have, uh, no, I ha- I don't have JT. We well, have the red. We well, have, have PG and KD. So I do have. Uh, Kevin Durant coming out of it just cause it's it's KD. I, I don't I don't know what else to say.
2: <laughs> yeah, I second that. Just cause it's KD. You know his name. It's Kevin Durant.
1: Kevin this guy's Durant a
2: yeah, not
1: like, Oh yeah, there you go, exactly. Craft dinner, yeah. He's just playing bucket. Walking bucket. So yeah. He is a so walking bucket. That's why I got KD. So uh Austin, you also have KD?
0: Not, you know, I have MPJ beating MPJ. KD. You
1: got,
0: you got MPJ. Yeah, I have KD. MPJ beating KD. <laughs> How do you guys feel about that? Don't like it. I'm bro. out of here, bro. Really. No, I'm, I'm, joking. Know, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> joking. I played, I Oh, No, I, okay, cool. You know, as, as much hope I, I have for MPJ, Durant. You know, you gotta said it. You gotta said it, man. You know, there's a reason he's the best scorer in NBA history. He's gonna destroy MPJ in this matchup. Not, not like, not a close matchup. No, I think it it damn near that wow I can't say this word damn near be a sweep.
1: All right, okay, that's fine. Near a sweep. that's fine, that's huh, fine. Because considering KD can, he's not a bad defender either. So he's,
0: he's an a, early defender, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it it's kind of it's kind of um it's, it's it's unfair. It's like a seesaw. KD's <laughs> the one sitting at the bottom. MBJ's is just at the top, just just trying to get off.
0: So. A <laughs> seesaw i like that analogy
1: <laughs> and finally does that mean we all have Embiid
0: versus kd left i think so mm-hmm.
1: and who do you guys have
0: i have i have kd winning this you know i'm a sixers fan but... you know
1: what this guy doesn't like the sixers
0: yeah you know nah. what the Sixers are trash <laughs> There's yeah, a reason you know. Yeah, I am fake. You know, sixes are trash. You know, there's a reason I don't so, have Simmons here. So,
1: so saying you're trying to trade me uh, Simmons and Embiid and pennant
0: Yeah, you know, give me um Danny Green or whoever you uh, just got yeah. in that trade. Yeah, yeah. gotta <laughs> <laughs> be <laughs> Oh no, that's a Sixer. I can't take that. Oh, oh, no, yes, I'll, oh, that. I'll, I'll give you KD. I'll give you KD. I'll give you KD for KD. and Simmons. <laughs> nah, that's trash, dude. I, I'd rather no, have MPJ, well, dude. I want MPJ. <laughs> oh.
1: That's a Manahan, but oh, he won't trade
0: him. Yeah, he won't trade him. <laughs> they untouchable.
1: So I guess KD wins the 1v1 tournament.
0: Yeah, I think from the start, you know, I think everyone kind of expected KD to either be first or runner-up. And, you know, KD, he's just too good of a player to not win this mm-hmm. kind of tournament.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this was fun. This is this was actually, really. it, it was different because it wasn't, it's not an actual real tournament, but this was fun to make up. Right. Uh, Asmund, what did you think uh, doing your homework?
2: You know, it was definitely hard. To, you know, for spe- specifically unicorns. I had a tough time trying to come up with unicorns. Definitely gave me more knowledge of who's considered a unicorn. For this matchup. All right. Like, okay. overall, it was definitely a really good matchup. Like I had some interesting matchups. Devin Booker, Zach Levine. I feel like we gave credit to some of the guys. Who I think are underrated or don't get enough credit for what they're doing during the regular season.
0: True. Yeah. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Especially like but, MPJ. And Christian, and Christian Wood. And Christian
1: Wood, yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and Christian wood. <laughs> yo, uh, yo, so Azim might just have to trade Wood to. Uh... No, you don't have Wood anymore. I lied.
2: I don't have Wood, yeah.
1: Oh, you traded him for KDD. <laughs> <sighs> <That was>, okay. <laughs> This is this fun, this is fun. It's, it's different, but that's what this pod's all about. We're just trying new stuff, new predictions, and possibly new topics to cover. Uh, I think that concludes. Asvin, let's hear your outro for us this week.
2: Alright, so thank you for tuning in for another episode of The Floor Generals. We hope to see you next week for another episode. A special thanks to me, myself, and I, Asvin Anton, <laughs> for being a guest of today's pod. A special thanks to our hosts, Austin and Ryan, for hosting another great episode of The Floor Generals. And that concludes this episode. We hope to see you next time.
1: Respect. Peace. <laughs> All right, bye.